0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports.
1: Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the
2: number one sports podcast out. MTMV Sports. Y'all yes, see it?
1: I've been telling pastors for years. I was like, man, y'all gonna win. I'm gonna tell you how you gonna win. Find that young artist in your church that loves people, that's good at doing music, you got to be good mm-hmm. that has a heart for the community in the city that you live in and put them on salary put them on the payroll mm. give them 30 dollars a year and let his only task be to go out go to juveniles go to schools go you know mix up amongst the people in the community mm. like let them go do that but there is no structural idea for what that look like i've been trying to tell people that for years so what you have is you have a bunch of people that come along like CHH doesn't even have educational industry things right. in place.
3: Right. Now,
1: granted, before I say everything I'm about to say, I want to say this, uh, the community of it changed my life.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The community, like the people, uh, meeting people around the world who you've impacted. Mm-hmm. But the industry part of it has always been wishy-washy. Hmm. Like, we went into that space thinking that this the Christian world is is different. I know I did mm-hmm, until mm. I end up having a Christian company owing me like thirty thousand dollars, and they like we don't got your money. I'm like, how do you not have it? Mm. It's mine. Right. You know, uh, you go into these spe- like when you think about an uh, industry, like St. Louis as a whole. I tell people all the time St. Louis doesn't have a hip hop industry in general, even with mainstream. There's one radio station here.
3: Mm-hmm. There's
1: no, like, you got boost 1019. Like, But when I talk about mainstream hip-hop, there's one radio station. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. That's
1: it. That's all yeah. you got. You go to other cities like Atlanta, Houston, you got three, four radio stations. Mm-hmm. When you go to Atlanta or Houston, you heard local artists on the radio mixed up with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So yep. with CHH, it has a similar problem. There's no industry. You yes. have one media outlet, Rapzilla. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rapzilla, and my folks. I don't want them to think I'm saying nothing crazy. But uh, you got <laughs> ain't one watching, media. Hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you got you got they might look because they know i be saying crazy stuff. <laughs> so you got a uh, one media outlet rapzilla mm-hmm. What happens when you have a monopoly on something you get to dictate what you want people to see and right. what you want people to hear Yep. so yep. there are people that there are people that deserve to be heard mm-hmm. That'll never get heard in a st. Louis market or in a CHH market as a whole because there's only one outlet so there's no industry in CHH there are no managers there are no road managers there are no concert promoters there was one mm-hmm. concert promoter like so when you think about all of these things and you talk about an industry the industry of it doesn't even exist it's an mm-hmm. idea it's mm-hmm. an idea that could have been that could have been a reality but you know why it didn't become a reality I'm just gonna tell you the truth
3: mm-hmm.
1: excuse me because the focus of ministry was so prominent that people didn't pay attention to business. Mm. So there should have been people around that that have been. That's why you see a Reach Records being successful. Reach Records had an entire team of people.
3: Right. It wasn't right. because
1: Lecrae was so amazing. It was because they had an entire group of people working towards one goal. Mm-hmm. They had a staff. Uh, That's why you see a person like this uh, doing well, because Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't have a full staff like them, he still have a a partner with his wife and he has other people around him that have committed to his vision. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about an industry, you have to have those type of things in place. So CHH never had it never had an industry. Now, as far as the ministry aspect, I think that was there and it was prevalent with a lot of different people. And I Mm -hmm. applaud that. Now, as far as the young boys that are coming up, I think we need both. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to tell you what I don't like. I don't like when the artists go and say, I'm not a Christian artist. I'm not this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. And then you go submit your records for a stellar award. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's whack.
2: whack. That is whack.
1: That's whack. Yeah. So if you're not going to be a Christian artist, take the route that Spazzy Rocket took, uh, mm-hmm. Xavier Omar. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not in the market. It's, I'll see y'all later. God bless y'all. Peace. And he went on to build on his own. Mm-hmm. Take that route. If you're going to say I'm not a Christian artist and I'm not this and I'm not that, then don't go sign up for Stella Awards. Don't go. The, the thing about it is this, though. The Christian market was so easy to make money in. Mm-hmm. So some mm-hmm. dudes that feel like they don't want to be Christian artists, they can't walk away because the money was mm-hmm. too easy to make. You don't have to worry about going out and 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 climbing up at a certain point if you got the right the right connect the right people. It's just like the rest of the world. If you got mm-hmm. the right connect right. the right people. You're gonna be able to make money, and and you're gonna be able to make money without having a standard of of that you're going against.
3: Mm-hmm. So right. I think
1: some of the new artists, I feel like we need both. Okay. Uh, okay. y'all know who Toby and Nigwe is, right? Yep. Nigwe. Yep. yep. yep.
3: Yeah.
2: So just dope. just being dope. one hundred very dope. dope.
1: Dope. Dope. So when Toby came out, when Toby first came, well, when I first started paying attention to Toby, Mm -hmm. it was probably a couple years ago when I first started seeing him, I saw him hanging around uh, certain Christian rap artists. And I had already saw his music and what he was doing and what he was trying to do. This before people was uh, really even, like, before Erica Badu's and all these people was posting them and all of that. I inboxed him. I said, bro, let me tell you something. I said, unless God tells you to take the route to be a Christian rapper or say Christian rapper, I said, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I said, stay doing what you're doing. I said, I see you hanging around certain people. I said, uh, I know them dudes. I ain't saying they bad dudes. They're cool people. This ain't about them. I'm talking about you. Don't do it. I said, you're going to go a lot further. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said that wasn't because I didn't want him to identify as a Christian artist. The reason I said it was because I knew that the content with the content that he had, Mm -hmm. it would never go too far in the Christian market. Mm. They were going to put a cap on that so fast. You can't talk. You can't be too black in the Mm -hmm. Christian market. It's a wrap. You're done.
3: Mm -hmm. So I'm
1: like, and I knew with him, the world was going to do good seeing a man that. Exercise Christian principles, loving his wife publicly. Now he's loving his children publicly. Mm-hmm,
3: right.
1: And he has a whole movement going that people can see the principles
3: mm-hmm.
1: put into place that we talk about every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, don't do it. Stay where you at. We need Toby and Nigways. I always mm-hmm. butcher his last name. Yeah, but everybody. we also need KB's too. Yep. So yep. I right. feel like the new artist, KB, like. I tell kb this all the time i'm like i hope one of my children turn out like you like kb like kb is amazing to me and i'm not yeah, talking about just a yeah. rapper kb is amazing to me he's a he's a solid dude through mm-hmm. and through like i love him he's one of my favorite people in the world but we need kb's we need him and we need toby's so yeah. for the new artist if you're gonna take the route of saying i'm not a Christian artist. One of the things people have to do is you have to start the way you want to finish. Mm-hmm. If you know that's not the route you want to take, take the hard, take the hard route. Most people mm-hmm. get sucked in for them checks. They mm-hmm. want to get them checks. So they'll come in and get, the, and which now the pandemic, they killed that. So they don't All know right. what they are doing now right you know so they get sucked (laughs) in for the checks they want the checks they'll they'll burn with it and then guess what they get frustrated because it's Mm -hmm. not what they really want to do and now guess what you're running around you're talking about everything and everybody because you're frustrated and mad if you can walk i I don't feel like everybody has to be a jesus rapper that's Mm -hmm. a christian Mm -hmm. but i also feel like you shouldn't be putting out content that's anti-god neither
3: Mm-hmm. so if you if
1: you're mm-hmm. a believer if you're a believer and you don't want a christian jesus 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 yeah. i still shouldn't pick up your stuff and her stuff that makes me say you're not a believer mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. and that's just back, that's bible back, like you, you should yeah. Be, yeah you should represent like if, if if you're coming out the gate as a christian yeah. i'm not talking about a dude that's in the world and he gets saved and he got records out there that's mm-hmm saying everything under the sun i'm talking about if you're a christian out the gate and you like i want to make music to glorify god but i don't want to be labeled as this then your music should still be something that i could put in and see god's good talent being put to use in the right way so i don't think it's wrong for like even for the people that are involved in in ministry you should have somebody on your team that cares about money Yep. Somebody on your yep. team should care about money because money makes say that, ministry. Say that one, one more time.
0: One more time, Say that bro. one more time. Even
1: yeah. if you're all about ministry, you should have somebody on your team that cares about money. Next. Because yes. money makes money makes it flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible say that yeah. money answers all things, man. Money makes yep. it flow. Like only way like the reason that I've been able to do as much as I've been able to do is for two reasons. First of all, we know it's God. We right. we know that. Yeah. Two reasons outside of that. One, I was making money. Two, I was consistent with what I was doing and people believed in what I was doing and they gave me money to do the stuff I was doing. Mm. So you need money to make the stuff work. You can't just be that person that's like, oh man, this ministry, I don't care. I'm just going to suffer. Like if that's your plight and you feel like God has called you on that plight, then you walk it with all love in your heart. I'm not going to tell you nothing different. Mm -hmm. But if your goal is to grow something, everything in this world that grows outside of your spiritual maturity and your personal integrity grows by the way of money, everything else. The only thing that money don't grow in this world is what's going on you on the inside. That's it. (laughs) Just let that pause
0: for a minute. Right, right. Let that breathe. yeah,
2: hey, I was like, "No, <laughs> nah, it's all good." Rob, did you go last or did I go? No, nah, that was for
0: my. That was for my question, brother. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I got. I got a a,
2: a lot lighter question, easy yeah. question. But I always wondered this: Where did the name Thizzle come from? I, I never. I've never heard much, this in the interview. Never.
1: Too much time alone and reading the Bible. Oh, okay.
0: So, I know what it stands <laughs> yeah. for. So
1: I. I, I, I so, my cousin, right? So I I got a cousin. So when I started reading, uh, Paul was like my uh my favorite person in the Bible. Like Yeah. I I, I fell in love with it instantly. And um I, I saw the point where God changed his name. Mm-hmm. So people used to call me Unk. Like anybody that called me Unk right now to this day, I know they stuck. They know me from a certain point. I'm like they stuck. They stuck in like the 90s.
3: Yeah.
1: Me, or early 2000s. I'm like they stuck. So people used to call me uh, uh, Unc. I I did some of the worst things in the world under that moniker. And I was like, I want to change my name. So I started Mm -hmm. thinking about it. I was like, man, I want to change my name. So at this point, I was still like hanging around. I was still hanging between in the street with my cousins and being in the house and all of that. And uh, I was outside one day with my cousin and he randomly came to me. I'm talking about I ain't, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. When he mentioned it, he said, man, we need to change your name now to something else. And so I'm in the inside like, yo, this is crazy. Right, right, right. So I'm like, what well, we need to change it to? Yeah. He was like, "izzle." I said, uh? <laughs> I said, I said. So St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I said. I said, nah. thizzle. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. And so then at that point, I was in the house. And, uh, I was—I used to spend, man, when I first became a believer, I was straight out the street. I ain't had no job. I ain't had no nothing to occupy my time, rather. Yeah. And so I used to spend just most of my day just reading, like reading, praying, like going to church, helping them do stuff. And I was reading the, the, the text where it was talking about our body being a house for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the day that I stopped carrying uh a gun illegally at that point, uh, I remember going out the house and I was just like, God, my body is your house. And I'm like, this house you live. Mm. And I was like, yo, that's it. <laughs> you know, everybody had an acronym back then. Right, 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 and right. So it's just stuck. <laughs> and so was that and it but it's still that's it just always been, you know, it was one of them things that I it was a kind of like a symbolic thing towards the changing of the inner me. Mm-hmm. And that's, it just stuck. It stuck. Oh. And it's crazy now, man. I, like people don't understand, like some people don't understand. And it's probably because most people don't know how to do good interviews or ask certain questions. Y'all are killing it. FY, Appreciate it. But, uh, people don't, a lot of people don't get a chance to, to see into my life to see how I really am and how I really think. And that was another thing when I got shot that I think it opened up people a lot more to see my thoughts mm-hmm. versus my persona, you know, cause I started mm. doing a lot more videos and talking and, and posting from my thoughts versus posting for my brain.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. And, uh, but like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful. Right. Like before right. I got shot, I'm, I'm just grateful, man. I'm just, I'm happy to be here
3: yeah
1: like yeah. I'm, I'm i still to this day after years i still to this day am humbled and feel like why do i deserve for all of these people to even like me mm. you know what i'm saying mm. like like i'm just happy to be here yeah yeah
3: right
1: so right like it was symbolic it was symbolic yeah. It was, it was my way of being like, man, I'm, I'm new. I'm a different person and, and things like being shot. I had this conversation a, a little while ago. I said, things like that made me understand that Jesus really had changed me.
3: Mm.
1: Like it's easy to be changed in a situation that it don't require you to be changed.
3: Right. Mm. That's
1: why most people right yeah. now, like most people right now, they think a lot of people, and even myself at one point, a lot of people think they're being sanctified. It's behavior modification. You just created a bubble that you don't, that you're not challenged in Mm. the things that you like. Mm. Like go outside of that bubble and get around things that you like and see how far you're going to go. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's where that's when you now i ain't telling nobody to go test your limits because i'm a i'm a firm believer i don't go nowhere that i know i don't need to go like mm-hmm. right i don't go right nowhere. like i'm not the dude that's gonna be ministering in the strip club like Mania, hey brother, brother i came Mania. to bring you a pamphlet no i, I would not be throwing pamphlets I'm, i know myself you know what i'm saying i'm not that ain't right. my thing right but I constantly find myself in situations that reminds me of like, "Oh, you different. Mm-hmm. You different." Because it's things that, like, like Paul said, man, it, it's things that I used to love. Now I, I actually hate them. I don't like them. Yeah, you know. So I'm just happy to be here, man. When I walk through, man, I walked through an airport before, and a security guard chased me down. I'm thinking I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about two of them. They chasing me down, bro. Hey, hey. I look back like, oh, my gosh. Are you Thizzle? I'm like, yeah. Can I get a picture? I'm like, bro, I thought I was in trouble. (laughs) Bro, I was in Australia. True Uh story. I was in Australia with my homeboy, Adam uh, Breen, from over there. I'm random. We're randomly on the side of a car in Australia. Mm-hmm. And it got, the car got the 116 logo on the back of the window. Oh, wow. And, and Adam raised up and said, hey, I see the uh sticker in your window. 116. He's like, yeah, I love those guys, blah, 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 this, that, the other. And uh, he said, do you know who Thizzle is? He was like, yeah, I love Thizzle. He like, here he is. And I lean up. He like, no. Dude turned red instantly. <laughs> like, oh, wow. instantly. He like, yeah. no. So, like, being in them spaces, man, like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just happy to be here, yeah. man. And that, that's, that's the mindset I try to keep, man. I, like, I tell people all the time, I know, see the mistake we make most people, mm-hmm. I know how messed up I am hmm mm-hmm. I know the things that only me and God know,
3: yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying,
1: so for me to feel like I'm better than anybody, I would be a fool right
0: right back mm. the man. same
1: God sustain me sustain you like I said though i I'm, I'm also a realist like I, I have to tell people that online like i'm the, I'm the dude I talk to all the fans everybody yeah. that I can yeah. like i I, mm-hmm. I all I've done that for years. I've always people inbox me, I always say some, mostly every producer that I have on, if you go listen to my albums from the first one, every album that I have, probably fifty to eighty percent of each album is an unknown producer mm-hmm. And the way that I find them, I don't find them. they inbox me or they send me a link on my social media and I go listen yeah. because guess what? I wanted somebody to listen to me. Mm,
3: Right. So I take the time to listen.
1: You know what I'm saying? I wanted somebody to listen to me. So I listen when they send me stuff. And if it's dope, even the dude that did Motivation, the Mm -hmm. song Motivation on Free From The Trap. Yeah, Yeah. I remember he inboxed me. That was the only beat he had that I liked at that Mm. time. And I, I, I knew. I knew I said, oh, this song gonna go. I knew people was going to give me flack for it because I'm talking about I'm your motivation. Mm -hmm. And but I knew it was going to go. So dude was like, I paid him more money than he wanted for the beat. Mm. I was like, no, I ain't going to give you that. I'm going to give you this. Like, so I've always every album juice right now. Chronicles of an Ex Hustler juice has a deal with Universal Publishing right now. When he did my record, I told him, I'm going to introduce you to my people. I'm going to yeah. pay you. I'm going to introduce you to my people. Like, I always, I listened because I wanted to be listened to. But I, And the reason is because I'm just happy to be here. I try to talk to everybody. I try to uh, give everybody time. But I've also become a realist that you can't give everybody time. Right? Like, it pulls right. so much from you. And people get yeah. mad when you can't talk to everybody. Sometimes time and space, it puts you in a different space than other people. Like, my life looks different from other people, even my family members. Yeah. There was a time when I didn't—I barely saw my extended family. Yeah. So it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's not because I don't want to be around you. But my life requires a different level of discipline and time because I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I want to keep growing from where I'm at. And yeah. so that's something I had to learn from myself. I couldn't give everybody everything. Sometimes I had to say No. But I always try to listen, and I always try to be there because I'm happy to be here, and I want other people to experience that same thing.
0: Yeah, right. dope, dope. Hey, for any everybody who's listening, I know we live and you're watching, but for those who will be listening to the um, podcast after, we got the big homie Fizzle on, yep. chh Um, yep. good dude. So if you're just not tuning in, we have Fizzle on with us, and he has been dropping some jewels with us. So, nice. um. This is a blast from the past, man. From starting at your grandma's house, you know what I'm saying, recording with JR and his grandma's house, you know, when So High first started. Did you ever see this happening with the music? And what would you tell your younger self?
1: Mm. Man. So, I do think at some point I've always been an optimist Mm -hmm. and I've always been a hustler.
0: That you have.
1: at At some point I knew the only thing that could stop me from going to a certain place was God or me, mm-hmm. you know. And then once it got to a certain point, like I I knew God. I knew God was with me. I don't know how that sounds to other people, but like I knew God. Like I knew at a certain point, I knew like this God's work.
3: Yeah,
1: God, he gonna he gonna make this work. I, God, like you do your part, I'm gonna do mine. That's literally that was our combo you do your part, I'm going to do my part. So I set out to do my part. And when we were at uh, uh, my grandma, I remember being in my grandmama's basement and uh, mm-hmm. man, God was moving the whole time. And I'm going to tell you a quick story about how, one of the things that made me know that. So I remember being at Jr.'s house. We at Jr.'s house record now, not his grandma's house. Uh, we worried grandma to death on the side of her <laughs> room at JR grandma's house. We used to, <laughs> when I say we used to be, but she was so loving and She was like, oh, Man, uh-huh. we used to be in there banging right. the walls next to JR. <laughs> this ain't no big house. Right, right, right. This ain't no big house we talking about. This is like one of them uh them like Berkeley joints, like where yeah, yeah. you yeah. walk out one door and the other <laughs> and the door. door like, right
0: next. Yeah. Bro,
1: we banging JR grandmama wall. Like I'm talking <laughs> oh, oh, making I, beats I, all day.
0: I, I experienced it, sir. I remember. <laughs>
1: yes, so you know. When we went to JR house, we moved uh when Jr moved over there, we basically lived there. Like me and Flame always joke about that. Me and Flame, when Flame did Where There's Smoke, There's Fire, the first Cross Movement album, like I recorded probably 98% of that album. Mm. Like we lived in that basement. Like we never left. Like we lived there. We left to go get food and come back. That's all Mm. we left for. Mm. And me and Flame, like we lived in that spot. And so I remember uh, being in the basement and I was making records and Vance came over. Shout out to Vance Watts, man.
0: Yeah, Vance. Shout out damn, to yeah, Vance Yeah, Watts. good dude. Good dude, man. Yes.
1: Vance Vance was instrumental in helping me uh, establish a lot of things in the beginning. And I'm greatly appreciative for that. Uh, Vance came over. I didn't know who he was. Didn't know nothing about him at that point. I didn't know nothing about the Christian world or Christian people. or mm-hmm. I didn't know none of that stuff. And uh Vance came over and he was playing music. And I was like, man, who mixed this music for you? So at this point, I ain't I ain't had no money. Yeah. So I was, I was figuring out what I'm gonna do in life and, and trying to get it figured out, you know. And uh I was just in my head, like, man, I want somebody to mix my stuff, you know. Like I had learned how to mix stuff and all of that, and I was doing it myself. And Vance played some music. I said, who mixed the record? He was like, I did. So I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Didn't didn't say nothing else about it. I played some of my songs for him, and he left. So he left. He called back in the jail house. He probably went gone twenty minutes. He called back in, and he was like, "Hey, yo, I just want to let you know when you finish with your album, I'm gonna mix it for you for free." Lucky so you. I'm like, I'm like, for real? He like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, bet. Now this after God told me, you do your part i'm gonna do mine yeah, so i'm like let's right. get it i'm like yeah. let's get it i'm gonna do mine you do yours so i get finished uh doing the record i give it to Vance, Vance start mixing it so when Vance start mixing the record Vance is at his house mixing the record he stayed off of delmore overheard by uh, mm-hmm. 170. vans mm-hmm. mixing the record and while he's mixing it um this dude named deacon mack shout out to deacon mack was at mm-hmm. vans house doing something else him and Vance did music and stuff. He didn't do music, but he was like, worked with Vance on music, some kind of way he was involved in the in the process. Right. And uh, he heard Vance mixing my record. So I'm at the studio. I get a call from Vance randomly. He like, man, this dude, uh, first, let me stop there. He called me first. This was a different day. And he said, who gonna master your record? Mm-hmm. Vance said this. I said, I'm going to probably do it myself because I was learning how to master because I ain't had no money. I said, I'm going to get this done one way or another. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to do it. He said, nah, man, I want it to be the best it could be. He said, I'm going to pay for it to get done. This dude named Jimmy Gunn going to do it. Right. So Vance was like, I'm going to pay. At this point, me and this man had no business.
3: Yeah.
1: We didn't even know each other. He like, I'm going to pay Jimmy Gunn to do it. I'm like, for really? Like, yeah. I'm like, back, right? So fast forward, he mixing the record and Deacon Mac is at his house. He called me and he like, hey, somebody want to talk to you? I'm like, who? He like, my friend, Deacon Mac.
3: Mm-hmm. So I hop
1: on the phone, start talking, you know, I'm like, what's going on? He like, hey, I just want to let you know when you finish with the album and you get it mastered and everything, he said, call me. I'm going to give you my credit card info so you can pay for all of your CDs and stuff. Right. Man. And so I'm blown away. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, so God told me, you do your part, I'm going to do mine. So fast forward, I finished the record. Now, I'm from a, 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 I'm from a space in life where I'm like, I don't believe, at this <laughs> point especially, I don't believe right. nothing until it's done. Yeah. From a person. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. A person say I'ma do it. I'm like, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. When you do it, then it's done. Right. So we finished the record. I'm still making my own plan. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I finished, I called him. He like, man, come over to my house. He gave us his address. We rode over his house. I think like me JR, and Flame.
3: Yeah.
1: We go over Dude's house, go in his basement. This is my first time seeing him in person. We talked a couple minutes. I give him the disc makers form. He fill all the info out like, here you go. Uh. And I ordered my CDs. And on top of that, he said, this all I want from you. He said, you don't got to pay me back. No money. He said, just give me like, I think it was like 100 CDs. Mm -hmm. He was like, just give me 100 CDs. I'm going to sell them myself or give them away and make my money back. You cool. So when the CDs came, I had a thousand CDs and posters. I gave him,
3: yeah,
1: uh, a hundred, and I remember sitting in my basement at my grandma's house that Rob was talking about. Flame <laughs> right. came over, yeah, which Flame is my best friend in the world. Don't nobody know that. Like that's my dog. Like yeah. we ride or die. So Flame came over and uh, we was just sitting there looking at the boxes. We just looking. It's boxes yeah. stacked up in the corner. <laughs> Flame said, "Bro." you're either about to build an empire he said "or oh, you about to fail worse than you ever have in your life mm. <laughs> that was his exact words to <laughs> and i said flame i'm about to build an empire yeah and man before you knew it i was literally running through and, and I, I like i said i was always a hustler i always yeah. had some form of of strategy the crazy thing right. is that most people don't probably know is the CHH world started showing me as much love as they did because a secular website posted my song first. This was before I had an album out. Mm-hmm. So it was a secular website called Jai Rockin' that posted one of my songs that I had uh, this Change Gonna Come sample to from Sam Cooke. I had made the beat and everything. Yeah. And they posted it. And then it was like hip hop zone or somewhere. Somebody like, yo, right, this right, one right. is site And so my song is on there with all these mainstream songs. Yeah. Then they posted it on there. And so once that happened, uh, the bus shop, the bus shop used to be popping. It was like, love bus so look, I knew when I went to the bus shop, so the dude at the bus shop hit me up and said. He used to buy your stuff up front. It was yep. like selling dope, yep. bro. It was, The bus yep. shop was like selling. <laughs> people got to understand I was, straight, was so I was straight out the street. <laughs> so I still knew. I was right a couple years out the street. I still, it was fresh in my head <laughs> what a transaction felt like. Right. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with all of these CDs and here come a dude inboxing me, emailing me from the bus shop. Yeah. He like, I want to buy 50 CDs from you. Yeah. So I'm like, you just going to buy 50 CDs? He like, yeah. I said, what you going to do with it? I'm going to sell them on my site.
3: Yeah.
1: So do I, you going to pay me when you sell them or what? I'm going to buy them up front. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, what you going to buy them for? <laughs> <laughs> so he like, well, I'm going to sell them for this. I'll pay you, I think it was like $8. Yeah. I said, bro, they on the way to you where I got a center, <laughs> So I learned, like, I always was business. Like, I, I've i been reading books about music business since I was 16 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I, I've always been a student and learned and try to study anything that I want to do. So I started paying attention to the bus shop. And I saw that people were, uh, the top albums, because they had the top selling albums every week. Yep. When, when you see the top selling album, guess what? You want to hear it. You want to buy it, mm-hmm. right? So now, before anybody offered me a distribution deal, I created my own distribution chain. Mm. So on my website, where you click to buy my CDs, it didn't come to me for me to ship it to you. When you clicked it to buy the CD, I linked it to the bus shop page. So he was selling them. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Every time he sold out, he came and bought some more. So I became (laughs) the plug. Hustler. (laughs) So I became, bro, literally, I literally said, oh, I know. I said, I know what I need to do. Because I'm going to tell you what made me do it. I was praying for the success and I was praying stuff went well. And I remember sitting in my grandmama's basement, and I was taking orders through my own website. And I, had, we talking about, bro, we talking about this is what 2004. Yeah, I got oh, 60, I got 60 CD orders. Yeah, I filled out so many envelopes, 60 plus orders, my hand hurt. Yeah, I'm sitting there right. like, bro, I do not want to do this. So I said, I gotta find a way that somebody else is gonna mail these CDs for me. I don't got no money to pay nobody. I said, "Oh, I'm just going to link Bro to my page, right? And guess what? Man Bro was buying CDs from me every week because he was selling out. Yeah. It got to the point where he started doubling up, buying more. Mm. It got to the point where I wanted to front him <laughs> some. It was like, real, it was like real hustling going on. <laughs> and guess what? Every week though, guess who had the number one selling album on the bus shop for months? Mm. me. Right, because everybody that's coming to my website to buy my record,
2: going straight, buying it from the yep. bus
1: shop, and then people to see it in the number one spot and be like, "Who is this? And why is he number one?"
3: Yeah.
1: Bro, I saw so many of them things; it <laughs> was funny, man. <laughs> but I always like so even back then, at that point, I always had a mindset of like, "This is gonna be as big as God allowed it to be." And it's going to be as big as I can maintain in my human capacity. Mm. And so I was like, right. let's get it. Yeah. Dope, dope.
2: Brother, we could keep you for hours, but
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe after
2: a hey. while, you're going to text me and be like, hey, bruh,
0: the cash out is this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you good.
1: You good. <laughs> Man, I just want to talk to the people, man. I just want to talk to the people.
0: <laughs> man. That's it, man. Hey, they showing you mad love in the man comments, love, man. man. My they brother, uh, Sluggeroo, Tarsia
2: Renee. Oh, my God. All our people. Sluggeroo yeah, in here, man, yeah. saying what up. Man, it's a lot of yeah, people, Slugaroo. man, showing man, love.
1: Hey, it's, it's, it's few people in this world. My first impression with them, I, my first inner encounter with them, I don't forget. And Sluggeroo, yeah. one of them. Like, dude, always been genuine. Like, genuine. Like, even with you, see, Micah. Right on. I remember. I remember the first time I met you. Mm. We were in. uh, We were at some music conference, and you was performing. I'm a Christian. Yep. And we all came from. We were like, we were in different rooms. Yep. We heard that thing going up. I'm like, who is this? Yep. And I was like, yo, we came and found the where it was coming from. (laughs) And, and I remember coming up to you after it was over, like introducing myself and meeting and you, you know. So like it's 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 certain people, man. Like like day I one, t-
2: I tell that story, man. You lying? They ain't come. Up. I said, man, I'm telling you <laughs> nah. what happened, bro. I'm telling you, nah, <laughs> nobody believed We you, man.
1: heard that thing from <laughs> all over. the It was me and Lecrae together. Me and yep. Lecrae was together. Yep. And we literally was like, I'm like, who is this? What is that? That's going on? Yeah. And came and found you. Yep. It was yep. yes, I'm a Christian. I remember yes, to this sir. day. Yes sir. I hadn't heard nothing like it. That's why <laughs> I, I I had to come see what it was. I hadn't heard nothing like it. Yep. I that was in like, Nashville. I,
2: ain't never I thought heard nothing was in like uh, this. Rocket Town. Up there at Rocket Town in Nashville. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: I was like, I ain't never heard nothing like this before. I gotta go see what this is and who it is doing it. Yeah,
0: right, right, right. right hey, man. Slug, now, man. now you got me about blushing, man. We are trying to wrap it up, man. Uh, Rob yeah. <laughs> already know. I
2: hate, I hate when anybody give me compliments. I be feeling weird as a mug. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: hey, feeling is mutual, but you gotta take it, man. Take it up.
0: Hey, hey, see, see, you need to play that message song. I mean, that message thing right there. See, when he said you got to take it, bro. Message, yeah, yeah, I, got- I know,
1: I know. <laughs> hey, man, look, I, I, I remember being the person that every time somebody say something, you want to be like.
2: Right, right, <laughs> right.
1: Bro, we already know that. We know. We know. Because, Thanks, brother. Because some people point up, uh uh-huh. it still ain't glory to God. In your heart,
2: like, yeah,
1: I'm the man. Right, right. You know what I'm Right. Because you yeah, you, know you know in CHAs,
2: you can't be like, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, bro. I you, you man. feel like it's bad hey. to say that. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, listen. One thing I want to say this to everybody, man. One thing I've learned over time is, man, we got so many rules put on us. This is real. Yes, yeah, this is real. I think I think one of the main reasons, CHH, like as an artist, yeah, CHH has such a low ceiling. Hmm. The ceiling is way too low. What you mean, bro? And and one of the reasons the ceiling is too low because there's such a cap put on the content of what mm-hmm. you could say and what you could do. Again, I don't think people should be running around saying any like I'm a, like I'm a, I'm gonna be completely transparent with y'all right now. And okay. Some people might judge me, some people might not, but uh, it is what it is. Like at this point, so for me, I don't think so. When we start talking about profanity, yeah, like. Profanity and curse words is two different things by definition. You know what I mean? So when we go into the space of talking about curse words, like there's a word in the Bible that they use that comes from the Greek word of dung, but it's an explicit, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's an explicit, like Mm -hmm. in that context, it's an explicit word. Mm -hmm. Um, When we talk about curse words, I could curse you out without using profanity. We see that in the scripture. They say you can murder your brother with words. You know, like I could, like people have said stuff to me that was damaging, that wasn't profanity. Christians, I ain't talking about just random people. So for me, there might be a point, just being 100, Uh that throughout the day, (laughs) depends on who I'm talking to (laughs) or where I'm at. I might say something that a person is, that's profanity. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna tell you so I'm gonna tell you why I said that to make that point. One, man, after being after being shot mm-hmm. and all the stuff I've been through the past years, we have to talk about that another time. Man, I came to a place where I was like, man, only person gonna judge me rightfully is God. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I give other people they room to have their opinion. Their all opinion right. don't yeah. make me sleep that night. It don't make me get up in the morning. Like, whatever you think about me, if you have justified reasoning to think it, I'm cool with you thinking that. I'm cool with you coming to me and having a conversation if we exist in the same space. Yeah. But the reason I said that to say this, I'm still a firm believer. Like, I wouldn't use profanity in my music. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I wouldn't. Yeah. I just don't, I for me, I don't think it's cool for a Christian. Like, I don't think it's cool to do. You know, that's my personal, that's my personal thought Yeah, because it limits what you can do. When you start using profanity in your music, I don't want my kids to listen to it. Right.
3: Exactly.
2: Right. So you just
1: limited a whole group of people that can't hear your music. Mm-hmm. When you use profanity in your music, I feel like as a believer, it messes with your witness. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I believe that. Uh when you uh so when I say it's a limit, I don't I don't want nobody to think that I'm saying that I want people to run around use a profanity and saying crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I say there's a limit, like there's a limit, like, bro, you think about think about songs like Cause I'm Happy by Pharrell,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Why couldn't a Christian make that record? Mm-hmm. If you would like, why couldn't a Christian make that?
2: Right right
1: i'm happy you know what i mean right. mm-hmm. if if you would have put that record through the 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 christian bubble it would have never survived
2: pharrell said itself that was a gospel joint to him
1: i've never in heard interview. him say that yep i saw him, I've say never heard him say
2: that he said man this
0: was so, like a he gospel did say joint in the interview that was yep. his gospel i've
1: never song. heard him say that but yep. when i when i heard a record and i think about the principles of the record Yep. Mm-hmm. We look at the scripture and it say, Let man see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When you see that and you see, like, so take for instance, Chick fil A and In and Out, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody labels Chick fil A the Christian restaurant mm-hmm. because they yeah. closed on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, they closed on Sunday and they give to Christian charities and every now and then mm-hmm. they say something about gay people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So everybody like, oh, they're Christians. Mm-hmm. They don't like gay people. They closed on Sunday. But when have you ever heard anybody call In and Out a Christian company?
2: Nope. Nope.
1: But when you go to In and Out and you pick up the cup,
2: look up under that cup. See, they the cup. They got scriptures. See the cup say scripted.
1: John three sixteen.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes,
1: sir. Witnessing on soul. the cup.
3: Yep. Yeah.
2: But you yep. have
1: never heard nobody say that In and Out is a Christian company.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But In and Out. Works under principles that make you know that, yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about creating music and art, I used to hate the word art so bad. So for Mm. me to use it is like a breakthrough. (laughs) You talk about because I, I, bro, I hate anything that people try to like. I hate trendy stuff. Yeah, like trendy stuff hurts me so bad. Like right now, C H H, social justice. They make right. it trendy. And trendy. I'm so, yep. I'm just mad about that. Mm, like, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. It, it upsets me because it's a new trend. Mm-hmm. And the reason it upsets me is because we romanticize things that are so serious. And then you have people, like, I hate when, like, you never see me when people die, celebrities and all that. You don't see me jump online to my RIP. Uh, he was a good yeah. man. Uh-huh. Like, I don't do that. Oh, like, yeah, I, don't, like yeah. I don't do that. But in the Christian world, especially in the CHH world like it's all about like a lot of people not everybody but a lot of people just about following trends just whatever they they just follow the wave of the world whatever yeah. the world doing yeah. that's the yeah. route they yeah. go so now social social uh justice is romanticized it's a trend but i wish that there was a space inside of christian hip hop that people could make records that like a toby and nick Mm -hmm. toby wouldn't have survived inside of the christian rap bubble right he wouldn't he wouldn't have did well Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have survived it wouldn't have did good so that's what i mean when i say i wish people could make right and the ceiling is so low the ceiling is low bro it's low like there's only so far you're gonna get and if you're super black if you mm-hmm. are any, if anything, mm-hmm. if you are super black or pro black or anything that's black, and you got a double, you got a, a, a double edged sword because in the black gospel world, they're cool with you being black, but they're not cool with you being hip hop. Facts, yeah. So yeah, with, with hey. the mm-hmm. with the church yeah. in general, the church in general, when it comes to the one of the biggest uh, harms and dangers inside of the church as a whole. Whether it's predominantly white or it's predominantly black, is both of them want to force you to assimilate. Yep. So in order for you to get anywhere in the 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 cool white hipster world, you mm-hmm. got to assimilate. Mm-hmm. They hold the platform. Mm-hmm. They hold the biggest stages. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You have to assimilate. You have to talk. You got to use their verbiage. Mm-hmm. You got to. Mm-hmm. I, I I I said I said this in a joking way on one of my lives. I don't want to wear a flannel and drink coffee. Even though I like coffee. Right. Like that ain't my thing. I don't want to come meet you and wear flannels and drink coffee all day. Right. That's not my thing. Right. So you, you got to assimilate to their world or you got to talk, you got to use their verbiage, you got to dress how they dress, you got to you got to be just enough black that you're cool but not enough black that it causes people to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to yeah. if, if you want to climb up that ladder you have to simulate same thing in the black world mm-hmm. in the black world. You have to simulate. If you want to climb up that ladder and get on them big spaces that they hold in the black world, mm-hmm. you're going to have to dress a certain way. When you get there, you're yep. going to have to use certain verbiage. You're going to have to do certain things. You and the that's the stuff on. that, yeah, <laughs> all of that stuff creates the yep. low ceiling. All of it creates the low ceiling because the stages are created and maintained by people that don't know what it looks like to be authentically hip-hop. And there's nothing wrong with people being authentically hip-hop. Like, the thing that happens that's wrong with people is when you emulate the sinful things of any culture. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Like, that's Mm -hmm. the problem. So the ceiling is so low because the people that dictate how far you can go, they're not going to let you go that far unless you look like one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's always been my fight. That's why I, I told, I, I picked my heel. I was going to die on from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like I've had some of the biggest Christian management companies in the, the CCM world, try to manage me flew out to my shows, came to my office in St. Louis, mm-hmm. took me out to dinner and they say, well, this is what we want to do. We can put you on the tour with the Newsboys. By the way, Michael Tate said, hi, his kids mm-hmm. love your music. Mm-hmm. And I said, that ain't what I want. Mm-hmm. And they said, why? And I said, because the further I go up that hill, the more I'm going to have to become less of who I am. Mm-hmm. The more I would, I told Wade, in the interview years ago, I said, I feel sorry for Lecrae. I said, I would never want to be Lecrae. hmm and he was like, why? I said, because he the further you go up that hill, you can't be black. Right. You're gonna lose part of who you are when it's time to talk. In the about moment
2: these. he started talking black, they shooting arrows, yep. they started yep. killing they brother. A,
1: they had a problem with him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, but me, I came out the gate like that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight, I'm straight off the plantation. <laughs> <laughs> Outside. Like, <laughs> I'm outside. Like I, I I have no desire to be in here with you. Right. You're gonna bring me out here. I'ma come, Yeah, I'm do what I gotta do, and I'm gonna take that money back to my hometown, take it back to the hood. Yep. Same thing with yep. the black churches though. They try to make you conform. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm cool. I don't mm-hmm. have to be a part of that. Bro, for years, like for years, I like I I've never, as far as I can remember, I've never willingly submitted my albums for Stellas or Doves or none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I didn't care yeah. If I was nominated The years that I was nominated, it's because Somebody else threw me in, the mm-hmm. distro company Threw me in, or this person threw me in Like, I, I, I didn't care, that ain't what I signed up for, for. I don't want to assimilate to your system And so, that's why I chose to, to blaze the trail the way That I, I did, because I wanted people to see That behind me and say, I don't have To try to fit into neither one of these boxes yeah. All I really have to do is Do what God has called me to do, and God Gonna take care of the rest and I don't think enough people inside of CHH have that mindset because mm-hmm. the checks is too easy, man. Them checks used to come easy; they used to come yep. easy. And so the ceiling is low. I, in order for CHH to be anything that people think it, it is, you're gonna have to create an industry around it. You're gonna have to get managers, but then you got another problem: there's no money for managers. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to get managers. You're gonna have to get uh, label execs. You're gonna have to get you're gonna have to get people that are a&Rs uh, that dedicate their time and talent to making an artist grow and to making the industry grow. We mm-hmm. need another website. You can't just have Rapzilla. There needs Thanks. to be two or three websites. Yes. There needs to be websites with different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be like, there needs to be Christians inside of CHH having regular, mm-hmm. when I say regular, I mean, universal conversations.
3: Mm-hmm. If we yeah. don't
1: have the conversations, other people are going to control them. Mm. If we don't have a conversation, they're going to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. So we have to begin to have these conversations that are considered unorthodox because guess what? People are having those conversations in private anyway. Yep. I, I, yep. I I just came to this conclusion not too long ago. And and it this is just a reality for me. I, I appreciate God. I, I thank God for the route that he took me on. I know God don't make mistakes. I, I used to be a person that said, I don't have regrets. I do. That's a lie. Um, but if I had a choice to go back and do music over again, I wouldn't go through CHH. Mm. But want me to tell you why? Yeah, why, bro? Because Christians listen to secular music. Secular people says. don't listen to Christian music. mm I could have still reached all of the Christians doing something else. Brother, say that one more time, brother. Yeah. But like I could have reached the Christians doing mainstream music. hmm mm-hmm. Now I would never, I would never change the way I did music. Right.
0: I right. I would right. still
1: talk about God. I would still I would I would make music the same way I made music. There mm-hmm. are some songs that I never put out that I probably would have put out. But coming to a, a place of uh of, of a place that I've been able to experience things and see things. From a certain perspective. That's why I would tell an artist: if this is if you feel like this is what God is leading you on, then do it. Because the Christians are still gonna listen. Mm-hmm. You'll still reach the Christians. Christians listen to secular music. Right. They're they gonna, they gonna find you. Oh yeah. If it's hot, the Christians gonna find you too. Oh yeah. You don't gotta worry about that <laughs> because the Christians listen to secular. Mm-hmm. But you don't see people in secular running around finding Christian music. And I just and that's just my personal opinion. I, yeah. Again, we need KBs. We need, I, like, I love KB. I love Shaolin. I, I love uh, Flame. Mm-hmm. And he's not just because they're my peers. I think we need all, and we need both. For years, you probably would have never heard me say this uh, out loud because people think what they want to think. But I love T.D. Jakes. Mm-hmm. Like we need TD Jakes, mm-hmm. and we need the dude that's gonna be talking super deep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The first book I ever read in my life, to, uh, in its entirety, was by TD Jakes. A book called Go. Mm. Like when I was going through a lot of the stuff I was going through for the past two, three years, man, I would when it wasn't no church and, and we couldn't go outside and all that, man, I would pop up in the morning and and Jakes would pop across my screen and he would be talking straight to my soul. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But in a certain world of space, people to tell you TD Jakes ain't even a Christian. Especially in Which is Jakes. foolish. Yep. Yep. That's foolish. Mm-hmm. When I first mentioned Ken Jones on my first album, people thought I was tripping. Mm-hmm. When I said I even bumped that Ken, it's about his right. kingdom, people. Yep. Windows yeah. down. Windows like, down. Yeah. Dudes were like, why did you say that? I said, because every day this month that I woke up working on this album, I was mm-hmm. listening to Kingdom Business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you no know bad. why I was listening to Kingdom Business? Because it was a Christian artist that was talking about taking what you have and making it bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would rather hear that from him than somewhere else. Yep, yep. That's why Ken, yep. hands down, one of my favorite people in the world too. Shout out to Ken. I tell people, Good, I'm done. We done after this. I'm saying this and I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, Ken Jones, bro. Yeah, I say at this point right now, I've been uh, i I've been a believer since uh, like '99, yeah. right? Like 21 years, 22. I remember when I first started reading uh, Paul's writings, and Paul mm-hmm. would say stuff, and Paul would say uh, he would go back to places and be like. My brother, I'm glad to see you're still enduring. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, when you first start out, you're just reading that, and you're like, oh, you know, hey. It's just it's literature. Yeah. I used to go to Seattle every year, bro, every year, uh, at one point for like eight years. And not just Seattle, but other places. And over time, I would go back, and I'd be like, where's so-and-so at? They're like, oh, man. I'm like, where's so-and-so at? Uh-huh. Oh, man. You know, or, or even people that I've known personally, locally, in my own life. And you like, dang. Like, I, I like, bro, I've had my issues. I've had moments in my walk where I literally just sit there and probably do nothing. Mm-hmm. I've had seasons in my walk where I've struggled with sin and And sin overcame me. I submitted to it. However we want to phrase it. Not one moment in that walk did I make a decision to say, God, I want to do this without you. Mm. Like, I've seen people that started out like that. Yeah. And you see them now, and you like, they don't want nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. And I remember people talking about Ken Jones, like, he not solid, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Man, let me tell y'all something. Since the first day I saw Ken Jones at the Holy Hip Hop Awards, I think it was like 2003. Holy Hip Hop Awards, yeah. In, in Atlanta. hmm He came out on that stage. And he did. There's no other name that's higher than yours. Mm -hmm. Dope. And I was in the crowd, and I was like, who is this? Yeah. This is incredible. Mm -hmm. I went and started following him. And you have people say, he ain't solid, he ain't this. Mm -hmm. Since the first day I met that man, to when I just saw him in Minnesota last year, Mm mid-summer, that man, the same fire is still in that man. Yeah. The same fire. Yeah. So I just want to encourage y'all out there, man. Anybody like, man, don't 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 follow to what people telling you about other people. Know about people for yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And
1: if you the pe and if you the person that, is, that people talking about, you're gonna be all right. Keep following the Lord. Keep trusting God. Keep loving Him. Because I live by saying, man, how long can you keep that up? You're gonna see what's fake eventually, and you're gonna it's see fact, what's real. This is fake. That's it, man. I ain't got nothing. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Man, man.
2: Brother, we are so honored to have you on, yeah, man. No doubt. Appreciate man. this appreciate so much, you, brother.
1: Bro. Uh, I appreciate y'all, man, for real. Man, for for real, real,
2: man. Like, this this really, not just for the show, man, it blessed us both, man. Like, me and Rob was talking about what you just said, me and Rob was talking about before the show even started. So, before the show started, yeah. what you just today, did. So, right. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Amen. We really appreciate amen. you, bro. Yeah, and yeah, man, we gotta oh, man. get you on appreciate again, y'all. man, because we can't do all this in one one show.
3: <laughs>
2: hey, let's yeah. do
0: it. Hey, hey, we, hey. Did, we did hey, <laughs> hey, we literally did two shows tonight, but it was worth it. You hey, know hey what I'm break saying? it up. <laughs> That's how you do
1: it. You oh yeah,
0: up, oh up, yeah. Man. You already know. Yeah. I'm thinking. I was thinking. About, I said man. we gonna
3: split
2: this one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part and one and part two.
1: And when y'all split it up, I'm gonna put some clips up and and all that too.
2: Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, right on, man. Right
1: on. Any anytime, man, like, again, y'all have been solid dudes. Solid. Like, I don't care. Whatever point of it being, when I encounter both of y'all, y'all always been solid. I don't pretend to like nobody. If I don't like people, I just don't like them. I mean, it is what it is. Some people are unlikable. Like, they're just can't (laughs) like them. Yeah. (laughs) So, but y'all have always been like solid dudes, man, and I appreciate y'all. For all the artists that's watching,
3: I'm
1: I'm definitely about to do, I got a book I'm working on um, called Hustle for Results. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I'm basically highlighting all the mistakes. I'm highlighting mistakes I made and things I learned in the music industry uh, to try to help people not make some of them same mistakes. So when I get that uh, finished, I'm going to let y'all know so y'all can connect them with it. And I'm thinking about doing like a a one-day, like, uh thing like a, a master class type thing where we just set some up to ask questions Definitely and, need to and that all of that, really and that chop it up so i'll let y'all know when i do that too so y'all can
0: plug yeah in. yeah so sure. we can plug and sure. we can plug plug in and share man hey before you get out of here because i know everybody know who Thizzle is. give them a website give them something for for the folks who just send you for the first time give them a website where they can get to music where they can get your books where they can get your merch all that good yeah. stuff man go ahead and give yeah. it to them real
1: quick so my website is being revamped right now, but you can find okay. me on social media anywhere at T H I S L at T H I S L. Any one of my social medias, you can find me there.
2: Scrolling across the all bottom right. right now, brother. Yeah.
1: Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir, man.
0: So, Hey, have a blessed night, man. I know we all, you know, being all deep, but Hey, have a good night, bro. Love you, bro. That ain't nothing. I just, say you too, to anybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, um, We definitely, when you get that book going, uh, the classes, let us know so that we can pub that on the show. Yes, sir. We appreciate you coming on, man. We are going to break it up. We'll send you the clips. And have a good evening, man. We appreciate you.
1: All right, man. God bless. Appreciate y'all, too. You too, bro. Yes, sir. All All right. Love.
2: Man, that was
0: awesome. Yeah, beyond man. I know, I know. For some of our um, long-time listeners and, and viewers, it went long. But if y'all remember in the beginning, whenever we get any type of CHH vet, yep. whenever we, we had get the, the legends, coach to the Mizzou we, gotta Tigers, let them go, yeah, we have to have them at daytime because look at all yep. the nuggets that y'all got from it. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Ain't gonna all be right, no man. sports tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, no sports tonight. They said that about thirty minutes ago. Miss Max said, "Yeah, ain't gonna be no sports tonight." Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, man, let's get uh. So, Picks Contest, man, nobody won. Every one of y'all picked the same wrong answers. Every one of y'all. Yeah, so, yeah. this week, y'all already know if you watch the show regularly, man, we got the picks, picks Contest tomorrow. We'll get it together. And before we get up out of here, man, like uh, we always say, if you want to keep content like this going, we got a guest next week again. But uh, we'll yeah. keep going on number 51. Soon, Lord willing, we'll get to 100. We're going to keep going. This ain't stopping, man, because yeah. God placed this yeah. in me and Rob's heart. And he been he the one did this. I wanna say that. God yeah. brought us together with this. It was only him. It yeah. was nothing we yeah. did, man. We ain't that great. But God is, man, for real. Yeah. So once Amen again, that. like we say every week, man, have you ever thought I really enjoy what these guys are doing with this podcast? How can I help support them? How can I be a blessing to them? Cash Cash App sign, not the same podcast, or WWW, not the same podcast. Fr- not cash. <laughs> Not the same podcast, but you can send some cash. <laughs> oh, it's
0: Lord, starting, y'all. It's yeah. starting. Yeah.
2: www.notthesamepodcast.com forward slash support, man. <laughs> like yeah. Miss Wine to say every week, stimmy, stimmy, stimmy. Yeah, man. So, hey, yo, we really appreciate y'all hanging on with us tonight, man. Yeah, if you held yeah, on. Sale, man. You got some real nuggets, man. Big Brother Thizzle was dropping them nuggets, brother, yeah. dropping mountains yeah. over here, dog. For real, for real.
0: And for all our first-time listeners or viewers, hit that like button. Subscribe. subscribe. Hey, tune in next week. We got another guest, but, hey, just tune in see what we're talking about. And I guarantee you'll like what you're hearing.
2: Oh, yeah. Many, many more like this, man. So. Oh, yeah. I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We is out, man. We're going to see y'all next week. Next week
0: about our father's business rhyme mode Crime. filled with this holy spirit that's a cheat code holiness the standard. the standard we never fold
2: never. we about to make a scene, make a scene.